Hello, this is Dr. Warner Hud, the Chair of Specialists in Gynecology at the University of Alabama, Birmingham, and I'd like to welcome yet again to another episode of Women's Health with Dr. Hub. Today, we're going to talk about a really relevant topic, something I think most women would like to hear about, which is the topic of exercise and pregnancy. And as you're going to learn in here shortly, it's actually remarkable to me how limited our understanding is about exercise and pregnancy, including what is reasonable, what's not reasonable, what's maximally tolerated. I think this podcast is going to be, shed a lot of information in terms of exactly how women exercise during pregnancy. So before we get into that, I want to welcome our two guests. First, I want to welcome Dr. Sarah Gould, who's an associate professor in the Department of Orthopedic Surgery, who's involved with sports medicine here at UAB, as well as Dr. Chase Coyer, who is a physician as well as an MBA, who's an assistant professor in the Division of Maternal Fetal Medicine in the Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology here at UAB. So welcome, Dr. Gould and Dr. Coyer. Thanks for having us. So I want to just talk to you a little bit about exercise and pregnancy and you know, even though I'm in the Department of OBGYN and I did some research on this area, it's remarkable to me how little information there really is about how much can women exercise when they're pregnant, what's reasonable, what's not reasonable. And so Dr. Coyer, I thought maybe you could lead by saying or talking about what are the current recommendations regarding exercise and pregnancy and what, like how much, how often, that kind of thing. Well, it's kind of interesting because right now ACOG just recommends physical activity and exercise more days than not during pregnancy. And so often that gets interpreted kind of in your own way. And typically this is specified as doing some type of activity around four to five times per week for at least 30 minutes each time. But it's kind of important to realize that when we're talking about exercise, we're not just specifically talking about an exercise class or routine or anything like that, but really anything that involves physical activity. So for most women, 30 minutes of exercise a day may seem like a lot, but really this could include something as simple as just a brisk 30 minute walk after lunch or, or dinner most days of the week. And really kind of all pregnant women need to be evaluated by an OB to help establish some kind of physical activity or exercise routine to ensure that there's really no medical reasons to avoid this. And the truth is there really are few reasons to actually avoid exercise in pregnancy. Most of these are obstetrical complications such as preeclampsia, placenta previa, preterm labor, and these typically develop kind of throughout the pregnancy and are unlikely to be experienced at the beginning when a lot of women are seeking this information. And especially women with pre-existing medical complications like high blood pressure, diabetes, or obesity are some patients that can benefit the most with a mild to moderate exercise routine. Because what we know is that exercise helps lower the risk of pregnancy complications. And women who begin their pregnancy with a lifestyle that includes moderate to vigorous exercise, you know, those that you consider highly physically active, should really continue all these healthy habits. Most exercise routines are fine to continue during pregnancy. The main ones to discontinue are those that involve major contact, kind of have a high risk of falling or abdominal trauma. And it's important to know that during exercise, you know, the things you'll experience like sweating with strenuous activity, as well as the increased fatigue and nausea, this is to be expected. But if obstetrical problems like fluid leakage, vaginal bleeding, contractions, or, or new pains like muscle cramps or worsening shortness of breath are experienced, exercise should stop. And they should notify their doctor immediately and, and determine if they can continue with this. And what's important is that adjustments are often needed once women get into the later part of mid-trimester and third trimester. These women benefit greatly from a visit with someone who's experienced in adjusting and monitoring these exercise routines for pregnant women. 
For women who categorize themselves as elite athletes or those that engage in more extreme sports or activities, adjustments will definitely need to be made after the second trimester, after consulting with one of these who provides service for these type of athletes. But I guess in general, just a good rule of thumb is that women should look for ways to initiate or continue exercising throughout their pregnancy, just given its benefit. Wow. So, I mean, so what I'm hearing from you, and this is important for our listeners to understand, is that there's really, with some exceptions, there's nothing wrong with women exercising and exercising regularly. So that's what I'm hearing from you, Dr. Coyer. Yeah, that's right. And we want women to exercise or be physically active during pregnancy. And I guess what I'm also hearing is that, you know, for the most part, women can exercise regularly and at times intensely even potentially into the third trimester. But, you know, as an individual's body changes, there are probably some considerations regarding balance, heat tolerance, all those kind of things that are probably important. They're common sense to most people. Right. And that's where the visit with someone that's well-versed in this and understands is going to be able to individualize what actually they need. So, Dr. Gould, let me ask you, do we know if exercise, even extreme exercise, has a deleterious effect on the pregnant patient and the fetus? And what do we know about just high-intensity exercise and what's maximally tolerated and the, the impact on the physiology during pregnancy? So that's a really important question. And I think to echo what Dr. Corey was saying, for the vast majority of women, the vast majority of exercise types are safe. And I think that's what the, the message needs to be. But the issue that you just brought up in terms of exercise intensity is near and dear to my heart. I'm very passionate about because I ran competitively in college. And when I had my first pregnancy, I was told that I was not able to run half marathons during my pregnancy. And I was so disappointed because I wanted to run the New York half marathon. So there was a paper that came out actually about that time, which was in the British Journal of Sports Medicine by Salveson. And that paper looked at elite athletes, so Olympic level endurance athletes, and they had the women exercise to about 90% of their maximal heart rate intensity. And they found that at that level, there was shunting of blood away from the placenta. They measured that by proxy through the uterine artery. And so that basically what they saw to kind of summarize that is they saw diminished blood flow with very high intensity exercise in elite athletes. And so that was just one study, but it has been one of the major studies that's shown that maybe there is some type of threshold that we need to be concerned about. Of course, that was in elite athletes. Most of us are not Olympic-level runners. Most of us would never even be capable of getting to that high of an intensity. That being said, there's also been studies that show that unconditioned athletes can switch to the lactic acid threshold at 50 to 60% of their VO2 max. So the answer is we don't know. And that is why this is such an exciting field to be in. You know, we are looking at how to make these guidelines safer. Dr. Coyer and I have been involved in several research projects looking at actually we developed a technique to be able to look at 3D blood flow through the placenta during exercise. And so we actually can perform this technique in our clinic, which we're really excited about, and actually look at blood flow through the placenta during even and after intense exercise. So again, I just kind of want to recapture and pack what you said. So it's interesting because what you're talking about is really probably the top 0.5% of athletes that exercise at the most extreme level, which like you said, most of us could never dream having that level of exercise or of tolerance. But, you know, going back, I think it's important for the listeners to understand that because the data is limited. It's based on a very extreme group. But I have to ask you this question. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but do you think it's totally reasonable for you to have run that half marathon when you were pregnant? 
<laughs> well, of course I did, which is why I started researching it because I didn't think that it was reasonable. Now, I am in no way, shape, or form. My obstetrician who gave me those recommendations when I was living in New York was practicing according to the national guidelines at that time. So in no way, shape, or form was the problem that physician, but I think the problem is the guidelines. And again, there's such limited research that people are basically just sitting in a room saying, well, what do we think is best? We don't actually know what is best, which is why this is such a really cool space to be working in and researching. Yeah. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but that's, you know, I'm just kind of curious. And again, we're not trying to dispense wide medical advice to our listeners who want to think about doing a half marathon during pregnancy. But to your point, I think the listeners have to understand that the recommendations are based on very loose data and information at best. Hence the reason why we're doing this podcast. And hence my next question to the two of you, which is, you know, I understand that you've just started or about to start this exercise in pregnancy clinic. So I thought maybe you could tell us but really what the goals of that clinic are and what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. So again, I'm so excited about this clinic because it's my passion exercise and particularly working with women who are pregnant. So what we're trying to accomplish is the current guidelines, as Dr. Coyer mentioned, really talk a lot about how we need to be individualizing an exercise prescription. We need to be taking the entire individual into account. There's no one size fits all. And so our clinic is specifically to do just that, to meet with women, to perform exercise testing, to perform form ultrasounds, which are going to show us on the cellular level kind of what's going on so that we can look at blood flow and we can look at different measures of fetal well-being and give them very specific recommendations that will allow them to exercise as to the point that they want to safely. And we are all interested in working with elite athletes, but I think it's important also to mention that I'm really excited to be partnering with Dr. Coyer because he does have an expertise in maternal fetal medicine, which means that we can also work with people who have risk factors, who aren't the people that you think of that are going to be out, you know, people who are struggling with obesity or diabetes or hypertension. Those are the people who can benefit the most from exercise during pregnancy. And they're sometimes the ones that have the most barriers because nobody has expertise in this field because we just don't know that much. And then these people who have comorbidities, which would make them really benefit from exercise, don't necessarily have access to someone who can guide them and monitor for fetal safety. So this is like just really an incredible opportunity to be able to get in with sports medicine and with maternal fetal medicine at the same time in the same space. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I would have to think that this is a topic that would resonate with many women who are pregnant, right? They're always asking me at cocktail parties or other venues, like, hey, can I exercise? Can I not exercise? And just like Dr. Corrier, I'm basing it on the same loose guidelines. But when we talk about exercise being such an important lifestyle modifier for our health, I think that we need to know more in terms of its interaction with pregnancy. So I really applaud the two of you for for doing this. I know that you guys will come out with some really fascinating, cool data information that will inform us going forward. So I'm really excited about that. So Dr. Coyer, I thought maybe, can you just comment on exactly what resources, reliable resources that might be available for women who are pregnant and want to continue their exercise or start exercise? Yeah, well, you know, if you can't catch the theme, unfortunately, there's really not as much as we'd like. It's hard to have a lot of resources when you don't have a data. But, and this is just another reason why we're excited about this clinic, because, you know, we can start getting some resources out there to those in the community, uh, specifically the personalized resources. But there are some that are available, you know, ACOG and the American Pregnancy Association, they have information you can find online that offers insight into a lot of the benefits and things to avoid while um, exercising in pregnancy. 
But one of the limitations of these sources is they don't really go into many specifics. They just offer general guidelines, kind of like I talked about, avoid contact sports, good to exercise more days than not. But there are specific exercise recommendations or routines pregnant women can find. There's some good apps out there that target this demographic. Most of these have been developed by those who are well-educated or, or have a good amount of experience on this topic. But unfortunately, many, if not most of these, have never really been properly studied or evaluated. And so it's, it's difficult to name those that are better than others or to say which apps are really going to make a benefit fit. But, I, you know, just doing a quick search, you can I'm sure you can find, I mean, I, there are plenty of apps that you can find. It's just hard for me to recommend a specific one. But really, one of the best resources is just women meeting with someone who has expertise in this, or if not expertise, at least a good amount of experience in creating a personalized exercise regimen that they've done for other pregnant women. And we're happy to see as many pregnant women as we can that are interested in this topic, but there's a lot of good resources in the community with trainers also that may have some good insight into this that can really help personalize a routine. Because that's really what we're learning is that not everyone's the same and we can really do a good job of making sure that the right routine is, is right for the right person. Any thoughts or the comments you want to pass on to our listeners today? Just to echo what Dr. Gould said, this is you know just a really exciting field because the data is just is just lacking and and it's lacking in, in elite women. It's lacking in women that have multiple pregnancy complications. I mean, the basis of what we know is that it, it can improve pregnancy outcomes, and, and that's really it. But we don't know at what levels or, or how much and, and whatnot. And so it's just a really exciting field, and excited to continue to let the women in Birmingham specifically really contribute to national guidelines. Well, thanks to the two of you. I really, this is, like I said earlier, I think a much needed area of both clinical investigation as well as just bona fide solid recommendations for, you know, the millions and millions of current and future women that are pregnant that want to continue to exercise. So I applaud both of you. So thank you for coming on board. So again, I want to thank both doctors Gould and Corey for your time and sharing for your expertise on the topic of exercise and pregnancy. And as always, you can rate this podcast we welcome any comments, particularly on topics that you're interested in. And then for more information on the, the new exercise and pregnancy clinic or any other clinical services that UAB provides, please check out uabmedicine.org. And until next time, have a great day and peace out. Bye-bye.